Welcome back to the Kiwi Advisor Network podcast. I'm the host, Warwick Slow, and today, very stoked to be joined by Claire MacArthur from Claire MacArthur Mortgages. Welcome. Thanks, Warwick. Great to be here and uh, be in the offices and in the studio with you guys. Pretty I feel exciting. Like, I feel like I know you so well because we chat on the phone fairly often, but this is the first time we've seen each other face to face. It is, and it just goes to show that that's how we do so much business now is not actually meeting people yeah. in person, but Online. here we are, and it's pretty cool. And um, like in terms of your uh, meetings with clients, like mm-hmm. what percentage of them are face-to-face? Um, so I, at the moment, am doing about 80% is online and 20% face-to-face, but I expect that that's probably going to swivel a bit now and go more face-to-face because the world is open. We want something different. <laughs> the, the cron is moving on. Yeah, yeah. finally. Yeah. And uh, I think like we were just saying before we started this interview that um, seeing people like in person, it's really invigorating. It's really cool. Yeah, it's nice yeah. to just get that. I don't know, you can kind of eyeball people and see what they're about. Eyeball them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, like maybe tell the people, like what was your journey like starting out? Like how did you get into becoming a mortgage advisor? Yeah, okay. So um, I have probably always worked in the financial services. So um, have always kind of dabbled in insurance, banking, um, consumer finance as well. And then I uh, landed myself a position with one of the big banks and spent about 12 years there and started. Yeah, yeah. I grew up there, basically. Um, So I I did that and basically did my apprenticeship and got my banking degree Um, and then woke up one day and thought, um, I think I'm done here and I think there's more to life. Um, I'm working for a really big machine um, and I feel like I'm starting to become a little bit of a number. My clients are a bit of a number, so... How can I change that? And that meant I literally woke up one day and went, yep, I'm done. And three weeks later, I had resigned, enrolled in my course to become a mortgage advisor. And um, I'm now nearly four and a half years into my journey as a self-employed advisor, and I haven't looked back. It's been wicked. It's been really cool. And you're, uh, I think, a great example of someone who's like nailed that work-life balance. You've got like a lifestyle block. You've got a couple of dogs. I <laughs> uh, see. I, I feel like I know you so well because I see you on Instagram all the time. But um, yeah, yeah. Like, what, what what's important to you? Like, I know. Yeah. So if I go back to my banking days, it was great. I loved it. I learned so so much, and I wouldn't be where I am today without doing that good stint at the bank. I mean, the people I met was just friggin' incredible, and lots of them are now industry colleagues, peers, mentors. Um, but what was really important to me was I was working ridiculous hours and I was starting to um, live to work instead of working to live type scenario. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. People get the idea. And yeah, they a cliche, get the idea. Heard it before. Yeah. You can mix it up. But. <laughs> um, and so when I left, I decided that I really wanted to make sure there was more balance in my life. And um, I'm not nailing it, but I'm certainly much closer. And it's always a work in progress, as I think it is for a lot of us. So, uh, yeah, I went from being in corporate attire, all the fancy clothes and shoes and having a stunning wardrobe, to now rolling around in jeans and gumboots at Smoko, hanging out (laughs) with the dogs. And, yep, you'll often find me in the paddock with the goats and sheep, um, which people seem to love. I I love that content. What is the weirdly off topic, but um, what is the the goats? I saw they had, like, this weird blue thing around their neck. Oh, yeah, um, that's basically, like, the equivalent of cone of shame. So uh, those two little ones keep escaping. Um, so you'd be sitting working away <laughs> and you'd look out and oh, across the lawn there'd be like a goat. Just trotting away. Like, oh, <laughs> you're not meant to be there eating 
expensive trees that we've planted. Oh, no. So, uh, yeah, they got their um, cone of shame and it's not cruel. A lot of people are like, oh, what is she doing? Um, it's very lightweight plastic pipe. It's just like a necklace. It's just like People wear necklaces it's all bling. the time, willingly. It's bling. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm thinking at Christmas I might put some, like, baubles or Christmas lights on them. Festive cone of shame. Yeah. Yeah, 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 up the game, yeah. And um, so when you first started, I know you mentioned you've got some mentors you still engage with. Yeah. Like, what was that relationship like? Because going out on your own can be tough. You know, you need people to lean on. Um, yeah. How did that work? How did that relationship? Yeah, um, that was probably the biggest, I guess, hurdle I faced when I went out on my own was came from this big machine that had a marketing department, an IT department. You know, everything was sorted. You rolled up to work and sorted out clients and gave away money some approval um yeah <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like right so how do I do this and so I actually did subcontract to um another advisor uh, under his brand for about 15 months and what that allowed me to do was um I I walked into when I say walked into his business I started there and we agreed that I would work for him um but there was some infrastructure there so he was able to give me um, a lot of contacts in terms of like our wonderful BDMs that support us um, with the banks, um, uh, industry organisations, you know, people that I needed to know. Uh, you guys weren't around then, so, you know, it wasn't a thing, but you are now. Um, and, uh, you know, he was sort of like, okay, so this is kind of how it goes. Because don't forget, I'd only ever worked for one bank, so I only knew one bank's processes and policies, and now I had to learn everyone's. So it was really cool to have somebody there to support me. So I was still self-employed, but I still had someone holding my hand a bit and very thankful for that. Yeah. I think that's uh, like a lot of uh, advisors coming into the industry. You know, I just want to start and do my own thing straight away, but there's yeah. so much value in working with someone. And do you can you see yourself like offering that type of mentorship to other advisors or bringing them into the business? Um, so I'm perhaps a little bit different to some of the advisors that you I had on the podcast um, where I am not sort of setting out to grow an empire. I'm not chasing the dream of having all these advisors working for me. That said, I think it's really important that we give back to the industry. So um, I know you've been dishing out my phone number to people because I get people ringing me going, uh, got any advice? And I'm like, <laughs> uh, yep. And they tell me about my bus their business and it turns out that they're also um, a one-man band or one-lady band advisor and it can become really isolating and lonely. So, um, yeah, I'm all for it. I think we should all share the love and look out for each other, you know, and it doesn't matter whether you've got 70 advisors or one like me. And looking yep. even outside the finance industry, you might have people calling you up being like, my goats keep escaping me. Yeah. Any uh, feedback? <laughs> yeah. I think I have got some followers on social media who are there just for the goat gram. <laughs> we should do that. That should be a thing. Goat, goat gram. gram. Yeah. The greatest of all time gram. Yeah. For goats. And advisors. So meta. Don't share that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't <laughs> so yeah. what is the like what is your end goal for the business? Do you have one or is it what's the um, what's the dream? Oh look, I really love what I'm doing in the place I'm at at the moment. Um I do want to refine my systems and continue to work on that work life balance. Um ultimately I um still want to keep serving our our homeowners in the industry. I really love that and particularly small business owners quite often those two things are tied together. Um, so we all kind of pick out and find our niche in the market. Um, for me, it's just having something that's really streamlined and efficient. Um, I've still got plenty of years left of me, so I'm not quite thinking about my retirement, but I would like to have a 
um, a well-oiled machine that perhaps one day I could sell and retire in uh, yeah. Cayman Islands or something. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. Way down the line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've only just had my 21st birthday, so it's way down the line. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, how do you bring in new business? Yeah. Um, so thanks to some awesome systems that some people have created for us. Oh, yeah. Which is Trail. Um, predominantly my clients come from referrals and online. So um, obviously social media helps with that. But I drive all of my clients back to my website where it's got um, – either an inquiry page or a booking link. And as soon as they book, they get sent their application or registration link for them to start their application. So at the moment, and this is part of doing some work on my website as well, is driving all my clients into the same channel um, and putting everyone through exactly the same process. So I have done probably in the last six months more work than ever on my customer pathway so making sure all my clients, no matter where they come from, all fit into the same process, and that's typically online um, because I don't want to be doing no paperwork. And I think your website looks really good. I know you said Thank you're you. updating it, mm. but you hit quite a few key parts. It's like straightforward how to get in touch. Yep. You've got value-add information, and you also hit with that really strong like social proof with all like, the, the Google reviews as well, which you've yes. got yeah. what, maybe like 100 reviews that are five-star. Oh, I don't think it's quite 100, but... Um, there or thereabouts. Yeah, there is lots of good reviews on there. Um, Do you so, solicit them or like how does that work? So that, again, is part of that customer pathway process. So making sure that um, once the client has gone through the approval process and we've delivered and given them what, what they want, i.e. perhaps it's a new home or a new car or a new goat, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that, you know, it's, it's that follow-up thing. So just because you've got your money, that the relationship doesn't stop there. It's the follow-up. Has your first loan repayment come out? Are you happy? Can you see all new accounts on your online banking? And hey, by the way, we've really loved working with you. Would you mind, you know, taking a minute out of your life to give me some feedback because it's really important and it helps other clients, potential clients, decide whether they want to work with me or not. That's yeah. great. Yeah, any of those yep. little like communication touch points is so valuable, especially yep. such a time pressure job. Like. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You, I'm sure yeah. you must have some amazing stories of people, you know, pulling off, like getting uh, the loan like a minute before. Or, um, is there any that just to this mind? morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just this morning, what I was dealing with in the car park before I came up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, clients are uh, buying a new business. So, really cool to keep my finger in a bit of the commercial game as well, which was part of what I did uh, with the big banks, um, was to, you know, hey, you guys can go unconditional on this new business purchase. And there's a really cool story behind that. That's going to be another. That'll be a podcast I'll do with you guys. Extra. Uh, yeah, extra. Um, and we found it at the 11th hour that everything looks great, but we're short a couple of hundred bucks, obviously with some euros on it. <laughs> uh, so it's been a bit of a scramble this morning to get that sorted. But um, I think you've just got to always remember there's people at the end of it, people's livelihoods. You know, we're all about delivering on dreams. Um, so, yeah, yeah, sorted, sorted. It's really cool. I was say, a couple hundred bucks, you just say, like, yeah, look, I'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah, I'll cover that. Merry but Christmas. When it's, uh, a couple hundred bucks with three zeros on the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, not it, that flush. Like, how do you um, how do you keep calm in that instance? Because, like, you'd be dealing with people. You're almost like an advisor. You're also, like, sometimes a therapist. You nailed it. So um, quite often uh, the job can be really pressurizing. So 
think people have sometimes got this misconception that I work from home, it's all cruisy, I've got my animals, my goats, you know, the fire's going, it's all just lovely. <laughs> uh, it's certainly not like that. You know, there's still lots of late hour, um, late nights, early morning phone calls. Um, when things like this go wrong, sure, there's a solution, but it's always time-bound. Um, and so it's really important that you are running efficient systems. And again, that's a work in progress, just continuously updating those and also making sure that you've got relevant support in your business. So I've got a virtual sidekick who um, works over in the North Shore um, and does an amazing job of keeping the communication open with clients. So I'm tied up now, I'm busy, I'm hanging out with you guys, which is really cool. But there's still clients who are asking for things and you know, wanting, emailing. wanting money mm. and wanting replies. And a lot of it is just keeping them informed, keeping in touch with them. Those touch points are so important. Um, Nothing ever happens as fast as we want it to in this world. Whether you're building a house, borrowing money, trying to, you know, book the dentist appointment, it never happens on time. So the biggest thing I've learned is that keeping in communication with people is really important. Mm. Hey, sorry, I know you wanted this done today, but it's just not going to happen, but I haven't forgotten you. Just, yeah, just let you know, them know. Just let them know. It's so important. I used to work at an ice cream store. And when it was at the peak of summer, you know, <laughs> like, how do you deal um, with that? Yeah, uh, it, was, it used to get so busy. And like one of the the best lessons uh, I got taught was that you just see the people at the back of the line. You just say, "Hey, I see you there. I'm going to be with you very soon." And it means so much more oh. than just like standing there in silence. Yeah, being ignored. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever been into a store and you like really need a different size? You're like, something? yes, just sell me something. Sell me something. I've got money to burn in my pocket. I got a big bonus. From my awesome employer. Um, me. Yeah, me. Uh, sell me something. And they're like, oh, uh, yeah. Dude, you know, okay, see ya. Go next door. I'm going to go. double because the service was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. service is so important. And um, how often do you revisit processes and systems and, you know, making things more efficient? Oh, look, let's be honest, not as often as I'd like to. Um, you talk about work-life balance. There's also this balance between business, being a business owner where you have to work on the business and in the business. Um, but I think that's where it's really important to get just surround yourself with some professionals. So I do use a business coach. So I, um, again, on Zoom, meet with her either fortnightly or monthly, depending what work we've going on. Um, and she's the one that keeps me accountable to make sure that you know, you said you were going to do this project and you were going to revisit your customer pathway. Um, have you done that? And she then takes her business eye and casts an eye over and goes, well, you know, that doesn't make sense <laughs> or you've missed something or what about putting that in there? Or, hey, Claire, you've done really well, you know. So um, I think, again, surrounding yourself by the right people is really key. That yeah. must be really hard as a business owner, like having somebody else to keep you accountable. Yeah, Um no, because, you know, I work on my own a lot. Um, so it's really cool to have somebody else celebrating some of the successes with yeah, me. Yeah, true. And again, that goes back to making sure that, um, hey, you might be in competition with the mortgage broker sitting next to you, but actually we've all got a common goal um, and sharing stories and pain points can be really, really cool. How yeah. did you meet your business coach? Um, that was through uh, some women's online networking. So networking is... Um, uh, some people think of certain networking groups and go, oh, I'm never going to do that. I don't need to do that. But uh, you find the right ones. They're pretty invaluable. Um, and so it was someone that I yep, came across and uh, I was talking to a couple. I knew I wanted a coach. And this particular lady I uh, started talking to her. Then she mentioned that she had worked for 
uh, a mortgage advisor in the past. And so she understood the business. Sure, things have evolved. Legislation's changed, systems have changed, policies have changed, but she still understood the fundamentals of people come to me to try and get some money to purchase a home. So uh, that was really cool. I was like, you're my, you're my lady. A star. Yeah. So are there any projects you got coming up that uh Well, the big on? one is the, the website. Um, like you said, it looks great. So kudos to my web people who have done that. Um, <laughs> but it's really just to build on that now. So include um, additional information and resources, uh, again, to keep driving clients to that one point, you know, so it's, I should say, place, so that they're always going there to either contact us, start an application, book a meeting, but also resources and that sort of thing. So all those repetitive questions that we get, um, we're answering those by email at the moment, lots of PDFs that have been created, but we want to put those online for people to visit. Making it scalable. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a key. Yeah. It's um, like yeah. as you grow and it's like something we experience yeah. as well, naturally you do answer a lot of the same questions. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I mean, you guys... I've done such a good job of that, you know. <laughs> I don't know that we'll ever have a, a resource library like you guys do where we just type in and generally find the answer. But Yeah, blood, sweat and tears. Yeah. We're actually we're updating at the moment because, like, the hard part is that whenever one small part of the software gets updated, that's why whenever there's, like, a tiny, like, it seems like a small <laughs> fix, I'm like, hey, I was just chatting to this person. I think this would be a good uh, update. Oh, but the knock-on effects. Yeah, it's like going down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now I try and think about that myself. I'm like, this might be hard and they're like no it's easy like, okay, sweet. yeah yeah <laughs> i have no idea <laughs> yeah no it takes way over my head yeah thank yeah. god for you guys and my web people because oh boy if something can be broken uh it's me uh, not me online if there's yeah. a system to break i can break it yeah and then sure enough whenever you bring it to somebody else saying this is broken that's when it works yeah typically yeah. <laughs> normally when you're on the phone to a client or you're on a zoom and you're trying to share screen you're like Oh, I know. I use this <laughs> Every I use time. Google Meet for video calls and <laughs> some t- like I don't know why like it just my video won't work. It must be a laptop thing. <laughs> and how much of an idiot do you look like when you're trying to have an oh. online meeting like yeah we do online advice type stuff and Yeah, no. Yeah, no, not great. Um no. yeah, me on a laptop. Give me a desktop, I'm fine. Like no my way around, give me my laptop and yeah, all the wheels fall off and uh, can never hotspot. Can never hotspot when I'm meeting clients remotely. It's so embarrassing. So um, I was going to say you're out in the sticks, but when I say that, we, you're Easy. in Bombay, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yep, I am at, um, I hope I can say this on, you know, on a podcast, but basically people tell us we're at the bum end of Auckland. Um, you know, we are like right on the border before we hit the dirty Waikato. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we are semi-rural. Um it always felt like it was really rural, but I think as Auckland is just exploding and, you know, urban sprawl, it's become more uh, semi-rural. Plus and, a super-duper city. Yeah, super-duper city, yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was still working in the city for the bank, um, people said to me, gosh, why do you live all the way out of Bombay? And for us, it was like, well, why do you live in the city? You know, we like having the space um, in goats. Any yeah. issues with the interwebs? Yeah, definitely. Um, so where we are, there's pretty limited options in terms of service providers. Mm. And then we have all that shoddy weather that we've just had. And yeah, it's pretty shaky. Um, so if you want good service, you pay. You pay for it. Yeah. Top dollar. Yeah. Were you in the city before you moved out there? What was that decision-making process like? Um, so partially my dear partner. So he um, 
has always lived out that way. So when we decided to combine households, it was um, time for me to join him. And um, I love it. I'd, I probably would struggle to live back in yeah, the urban world again. Um, I did it for a short stint and it was like, whoa, there's people next to me, you know. <laughs> and actually my neighbours weren't on top of me, but it really felt like they were. I was like, whoa, I can hear people at night. Oh, yeah, even this is not my home backyard. invasion. Yeah. <laughs> There's just people everywhere. Like I walk out onto my deck and I yeah. look straight into our neighbor's kitchen. And I just keep thinking, I'm like, maybe I should move out of the city. No, maybe. you should just make friends with them. No, they, I have, and they're very yeah. nice, but still. My best friend lived next door to us when I was a teenager, and our kitchens faced each other. And we used to like open the kitchen window, make weekend plans yeah, while doing the dishes for mum. So, how far away your neighbors now? Oh, um, a couple hundred meters. I can't see them. Yeah, oh, yeah oh. we only ever see each other at the gate, so I, I don't really know a lot about them. Um, at least my dogs run next door. Oh, yeah. Put the kind of shame on. Yeah, shame. Yeah. Now, um, you create a bit of online content. How do you set aside time to do that? Is that something you outsource or do you do it yourself? Um, so the, the, the good-looking professional posts, so where they've got some sort of graphic design behind them, um, I have started outsourcing that. So um, I am a banker, let's face it. We're generally not the most creative people, so your brain's normally wired one way or the other. So um, I could spend hours on Canva trying to do that stuff and it just, yeah, brings me to tears so I've since outsourced that and um, again it's one of those things where I've gone yes it costs money but money is time and I've got that time back to be writing applications for clients um, the stuff where it's me is just on the run um, you know I, if I'm obviously in the mood and feel like I want to share something with my customers and that's normally because um, I get told that you have to you know let people know who you are as a person um, I share that stuff as and when I feel like it but yeah the other professional stuff I leave to the professionals yeah people do buy off people yeah 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 mm. and um that that's been really hard um because it's you want to maintain that balance of being professional and credible but then also showing the normal side of you or your goats and that sort of thing but it's gone really well okay, um, I get really good feedback from it um and look sometimes I don't feel that I want to and so I don't you've really I think got a um, feel like that you're in the right mindset to be able to share that stuff with people. Yeah. You've got to be yourself. Yeah, you've got to be mm. yourself. And we all have um, good days and bad days. And some days I, believe it or not, don't feel like talking. So I just don't talk. That's fine. Can you imagine that? Not yeah, I think a lot of people <laughs> say the same about me. I, feel, I, I forget sometimes that on like a lot of personal social network channels, yeah. I've got like clients and yeah. people that we work with and I <laughs> maybe post some questionable content <laughs> um yeah i do see a lot of the work functions that go on around here at camp yeah some of the uh content that gets posted after maybe a few cold ones yeah well yeah, um pretty hilarious we were yeah. gonna have some today actually but oh, yeah. um we had company pizza oh. and i had a whole pizza and i regret it now <laughs> it's been obvious but Cheers for them, right? yeah, yeah sorry we saved you a slice <laughs> it's brutal it's probably been fed to the dog let's face it no no food yeah. to the dog oh, no food to the dog. okay yeah, yeah. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear about mm. when you first started out, mm -hmm. what were the biggest challenges? What were the lessons? What would you tell looking back now or would you tell your past self? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, we always want to go back and think, you know, oh, if I had done that or if I hadn't done that, um, I do think that we focus on spending too much time trying to get everything perfect. 
So if I could go back again and tell my younger self uh, what to do, I would say just, just get in there and do it. Don't sit around and plan and plan and plan and plan because you could see months fly out the door. Um, get out there, put yourself out there. Someone told me a long time ago to dish your business cards out like confetti when you start. And uh, I would probably still stick by that advice. So pick up the phone, talk to people, do some networking, don't be afraid. The other thing I did learn, which unfortunately was perhaps a bit of a harsh lesson, was that you automatically assume that all your friends and family are going to suddenly all be running to your door wanting to buy from you or, um, you know, refinance their home loans or get you to do everything. Um, don't get me wrong, there's plenty that supported me, but there was a lot that were a slow burn and there was also a lot who just decided that they would rather keep, you know, friendships or family relationships separate to um, divulging all their personal information. So I didn't struggle with it too much, but I have, um, you know, industry peers who have started out after me and I think they've sort of had that expectation. I'm like, oh, I know, it's awful, you know. And I've also seen other people who have started businesses, they might be selling soaps or cars or whatever. They, you know, think that everyone's going to flooding in the gate. So I think you have to make sure that you... Um, you know, spread your marketing and spread your, you know, your contacts and go, right, I need to think outside the box because I can't just sit here and wait for everyone to come to me. You got to put yourself out there. Because a lot of advisors, yep. they start out, they contact their friends, they contact their family, maybe they get referrals from those friends and then it sort and it of stops. like... How do you, yeah. how do you How do you get past that point? Oh, geez. Um, definitely through building relationships. So I think when you meet... Um, perhaps an accountant or a lawyer um, or a client that you've built a really good rapport with is it is that whole old school cheesy thing of don't be afraid to ask them for referrals or business um, because they may not have even given that a thought. They may assume that you're busy and you've got tons of work on and they go, oh, yeah. The other thing that I have learned is that you've got to keep front of mind. So just because you saw that person two weeks ago, don't assume in six months' time they're still going to be sending you business. You've got to keep regular communications and contact with that. And just yesterday I was reminded of that. Um, I've got a client who has gone off on her own as a bookkeeper, and um, by golly, I knew that she had done that, but I haven't spoken to her for six months. And yesterday I, I was like, oh, I could have sent you four clients. Like straight away I was like, uh... I thought of four clients I could have sent her, and it was just that front of mind thing. So you've got to put yourself in that position. You need to be front of mind. You've got to keep out there. Um, you can't stop. <laughs> and you can't stop. So how do you, do you have a process for asking for referrals? I know you said you get like reviews coming through. Do you have a, a way of um, yeah, asking for them? Yeah, um, I, I do ask my clients for referrals. So, you know, thanks for your review. And um, there is that three-month touch point that we're trying to implement. We're not perfect at it, but, you know, Deal's done, finished, settled. So in three months' time, you know, just checking in, everything's going, hey, do you know of anyone else that might be looking for our services? Um, I don't offer any referral program, um, but the other thing is regular communications. So newsletters, and I think I mentioned to you this to you a couple of months ago, is those regular newsletters um, telling clients what you're up to and also telling them what you're looking for. You know? True. People don't know what they don't know, you know? Um, I did a thing about asset finance and off the back of that, it was like within a week I had two deals settled, done, dusted. Wow. And it was just from reminding people that, hey, that's the service we actually offer. So, yeah, keeping in touch with people. 
And do you, can you see yourself maybe like moving into other types of advice or is it going to be? No, I think I'm going to stick to the money side of things. Yeah, I do love the numbers um, and I do really enjoy the lending side of it. Um, I guess a lot of my colleagues in the industry have, you know, bridged over and gone into insurance as well. Um, I've worked in the insurance field and it's not something I've got a passion for. So I'd rather stick to hopefully what I'm good at and stick to what I really enjoy and then use professionals in the insurance side of things to um, look after my clients. So building strong bonds there. Um, may look at doing KiwiSaver, um, okay. but I've got a few other things like the website that I'd like to finish off before I take on something else. Yeah, do you have like, uh, do you have a backlog of all the things you'd like to work on? Oh yeah, there's always a wish list, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and working with my business coach, we've got a Trello board of Claire's like um, projects and there's sort of like the big dream list, you know, and then all the things that we actually are working on and also the things that we've achieved. You know, so it's important to look back and go, well, we actually completed that and finished that because sometimes you can look back and go, I've done all this work. What have I, have I made any headway? Like, have I actually solved any of my um, problems or ticked anything off the list? So I think that's quite important to look back. It's good to reflect. Good to reflect Mm. and see where you've come from. Yeah. I feel sometimes as well, like, if you celebrate the successes and the wins, you feel like you're getting somewhere. Yeah. For a while... I was setting myself way too much to do each day. Oh, get yeah. to five o'clock, and I'm feeling down on myself. Yeah, I didn't do enough. Yeah, but then in reality, if I, you know, change tact a wee bit and look yeah. at it, like, wow, yeah, you did all this. Being realistic, right? Yeah, so I'm far yeah. more realistic now. Yeah, and being, I don't know if you're the same, but just being a bit more um, in control of your time. Definitely, um, easy to work around the clock particularly when you are the boss and no one's paying you a regular fortnightly pay anymore. Um, it's it's really easy to let it consume you. So um, you, you do have to take time out. And even if it means booking in your diary, whether it be a walk with a friend or going to the gym or walking the dog or visiting the goats or playing golf or whatever your jam is, it's really important to, to do that stuff. And, um, again, I'm not perfect at it, but I do find if I put it in my diary, then I'm less likely to book uh, an appointment to see a client or do some other work. I'm like, right, committed to doing that. I'm going to do that. Diarize it. Sometimes it's like yeah. the hardest part about going for a run is always like putting the shoes on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You nailed it, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. So, um, yeah, I missed something the other day. Didn't make it to a boot camp class because things happened, but I had my shoes on. And I was like, right, I'm just going to go for a walk. I've allocated the time to do something for me, so I'll just go for a walk. It's not quite, you know, the same as boot camp, but it was better than nothing. We do it religiously yep. here. Yep. At eleven thirty, the whole company goes for a walk. I oh, do you? Oh, I love that. It's very cool. It's and so cool. On my first day, yeah, this was like two and a half years ago. I remember they were like, like, "Right, we're going to go for a walk." And I was like, like what? "All right." <laughs> got downstairs and it was raining. Like, we're going to go back inside. I was so confused. Nobody explained that this is what we do. <laughs> and now I, I just I stand by because you know I've obviously got the dog, yep. but um, yep. just getting out because you're just like a. a clears your head and then you can get back into it and I always feel refreshed so good again it's like I should be working should be working should be working but you've got to have that mental reset as well um and just yeah take a break from it and clear your mind I used to when I was working for the bank I used to run I used to run a lot and just download all that stuff and you come back and be like right yeah let's do this take on the world because in your computer it just sometimes it feels like all the client inquiries and you know waiting to hear back from like whatever yep. they compound and it can just be 
Oh. I don't know. It's just simple resets. Like it's like the computer when there's a problem, turn it off, yep. turn it back on again. Oh, yeah, the IT department. <laughs> yeah. What should I do? You tried restarting? Yeah, it's probably the same with the human body, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty awesome machines, but yeah, <laughs> we need a bit of fine tuning now and then, bit of a break, bit of a reset. Sometimes yeah. people ask me for support help. That's yeah. that's usually log out, log back in, or turn it off, turn it back on yeah, again. Yeah, that's my default as well before I ring you guys. Yeah. Anything <laughs> outside of that, I'm I don't know like, how to fix this. Okay, yeah. uh, I might need somebody to help yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, I love that you guys do that. That's really cool. Um, that's probably the one thing I miss about working on my own is being in a team environment. Um, I, I really enjoyed that. So, again, that's potentially where um, the networking or finding some industry peers that you click with you know, who become your work buddies. They understand, they get it because let's face it, um, you know, you can go home and talk, talk to your loved ones, but they don't do what you do all day, every day. And, you know, they've potentially got their own job, but you don't always want to just offload on them all the time. And also you're talking about jargon and stuff that they may not understand or even be interested in. Well, we were talking earlier about the New Zealand advisor community Facebook yeah. page and how it's just, it's good sometimes, you know, because like you say, your friends don't understand all the jargon and the terms and just to be able to, I don't know, celebrate the wins and yeah. maybe just yeah. have a moan. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, you know, let's face it, most people, even in my social circle, my loved ones, I said to them, oh my God, the banks have shut the doors on high LVR deals again. Hmm. Now what am I going to do? You know, I can't find anyone that is going to accept this kind of UMI. What? Yeah. Or they'll, they'll do the classic, oh, right, damn. Crickets. Yeah. 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 Sorry yeah. to hear that. Yeah, no. Yeah, I've definitely got a, a handful of advisors that I you can pick up the phone and have a rant to. Yeah. That's just to get it off your chest. Get it off the chest, yeah. I found yeah. during lockdown, you know, just going back to the walk, mm. and I just stopped doing it because, you know, if I hadn't diarized it, um, just not going to happen. So no. started yeah. just forcing myself to do it, put yeah. it in there, and, um, yeah, feel feel better. Yeah. It was um, quite cool, actually, during lockdown. There was a bunch of us advisors there was a handful of us that just decided on a friday morning we'd just have a bit of a chin wag so jump on zoom um same thing you know everyone was pretty cash because lockdown let's face it the fashion police uh we're out of action <laughs> we're all very <laughs> might have stayed out of action yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might have stayed out of action um and we're just you know just catching up just having a yarn and shooting the breeze it was awesome do we need more of that as an industry yeah i think so i'd like to see more i think so um I think, I think times have changed where it's, you know, not necessarily going down to the viaduct and having a beer and having a chin wag on a Friday. Um, the world's changed. People are working from home. They're not in the offices as much. Um, so I think online catch-ups like that are probably becoming more invaluable. Mm, yeah. I'd like to see more of them. I think yeah. a lot of people are crying yeah. out for it because it's so you're so siloed, especially if you're working from home. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean... Yeah, you got the catch ups on Friday. Like, how how do you get that like team environment? Yeah, yeah, that? it was really hard, really hard. You know, you go from working in an office of twenty five people to suddenly being on your own every day. And don't get me wrong, I talk about the goats a lot, and I love them, but their chat is not that great. <laughs> yeah, you know, they just can't add a lot of value when it comes to that. They're just there for the entertainment. Um, so it, it is, uh, you know. Um, like I said, networking's quite cool because if you can find the right group where you're comfortable, you can find some really good um, people there. And if they're there to do business, that's really cool as well. Um, you know, it's not not just just a bit of uh, chit chat. Um, I have got a chat group um, on uh, Messenger where there is two other advisors. Um, Open invite. 
No, unfortunately. <laughs> no, uh, this is only ladies. I'm Very sorry. much closed. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And it just happens to be um, three of us, all different parts of the country who have got very similar values, similar vibe, um, similar size businesses, similar goals. Um, and it's just like having a chat with my girlfriends. And we've become friends. They come to Auckland and we catch up and stay with each other and go up to dinner and whatnot. But this daily chat, whether it's work, challenges, kids, home life, whatever it is, and it's just, that's like my workplace, you know? That's so cool. Hey, girls, have a great Friday. And how did that come about? Um, So one of them I had um, worked with briefly at when I was still with bank. We'd never actually met each other. We just knew of each other's names, and then we both became advisors, and we're like, hey, I recognize your name. Hey, I recognize your name. Oh, we're doing the same thing. Cool. Let's uh, let's keep in touch. And then a third one was, yeah, just through connections as well. And, yeah, we just, you know, yeah, quite cool. Sometimes there's people like that in the industry, and you haven't met them. Yeah. But you know, you're like, I know we'll get along. Yeah, so um, one of them came up from Harmy and had never met her, and she came to stay with me, and she got <laughs> she got dropped off. She had been at a business lunch and then got dropped off at my place, and um, she basically had to send a text like an hour later just like just confirming Claire is not an axe murderer. You know, obviously I've been chatting to her for ages. We've met online, millions of conversations have shared all sorts of information, <laughs> but have never met in person. Like, Not a yeah, catfish. Uh, yeah, I'm good, yeah. Yeah, she's Sweet. not a catfish, yeah. Yeah, and she spent the night. We went out for dinner and um, wished that she had stayed another night and looking forward to another catch-up. So it was a cool friendship that's developed out of that. That's yeah. so cool. Mm. I'm sure there's other yeah. people out there in a similar position. Yeah. And if you just see someone that you like the look of, yeah. just pick up the phone. I Ooh. know, yeah. I know. Um, and that's why I think um, hey, the advisor groups that you guys you know, got online for us are really cool because you know, we can all, all jump in there and it's a way of bringing everyone together. But um I do think it's really important that you find a couple of friends in the industry. And, you know, sure, you can class everyone as a competitor, but I think that's the wrong way to to do it. There's enough work for all of us, and we're all facing the same challenges at the moment. Yeah. Why not work together? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, and I discovered someone the other day who specialises in a specific field of lending, and I had, what do you know, a client who contacted me, and I was like, you know what, I could do this, but it's actually not something I love doing um, and sent it on to her. And the client's happy as we're both happy, you know, carried on with our day. And, like, and you yeah, feel comfortable awesome. knowing you've sent them somewhere decent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, it's like insurance, clients who need insurance. I'd rather send them to someone, you know, that I think has got, again, similar values and similar approach to business and is going to look after my client. That's all I'm worried about. Also, yeah. do you have an insurance advisor you refer to? I've got a couple that I, okay. yeah. And okay. again, it's um, fitting the client with the right advisor. So, you know, I'm like, oh, you know, they're a cool young couple. Um, that advisor has got a similar background. You know, they've probably got some things in common. That would be a really good fit. Mm. How about you guys talk, you know, introduce them. and Would they be good out. friends? Yeah. 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 And the, the people that you refer to for yeah. insurance, do they also do mortgages? Are they just... Um, Specialized. No, okay, no. So I stick to ones that just specialize in mortgages. So, um, yeah, uh, I think that would be a bit confusing for the client if I was like, cool, I'll do the mortgage and then I'm going to send you to someone who does mortgages and insurance. And they're going to be like, hey? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how did you um, build those relationships? Um, so one of them was somebody introduced me to someone else. You know, Networking hey, I think, you're, I think you're going to be a great fit. I think you guys will get on. You should talk. 
Um, and then other ones um, I've actually met through Facebook advisor group. Oh, really? Yeah. So um, there's a couple of people in there that are referred to for insurance and KiwiSaver where um, we've spoken on the phone, you know, kind of stalked them a bit on social media and their websites and got a bit of a vibe about, you know, about who they are and what, what they're out to do for clients as well. So, um I have it all the time too, where mm. I, I know so many advisors yep. and people will be like, Hey, I need a, I've got a, got a client up in Auckland who needs yep. like an insurance only. And weirdly enough, people just call me up and ask me from time to time about yeah. like these types of relationships. And it's yeah. usually just the ones that stick fresh in my mind. See, I'm like, yeah, Hey, you should meet this person. See? So front of mind, front of mind, front of mind. Yeah. I haven't had any clients from Bombay that you've referred no, <laughs> I'm kidding. I think um, uh, Steph in the office uh, lives pretty, or she used to live pretty close to you. Really? Yeah, quite close. Oh, better words with her about that. Yeah, catch yeah. up. Yeah. I feel, yeah. I feel like she might have moved, but yeah, oh, like, yeah. again, so yeah. no otherwise. But <laughs> yeah. Um, I yeah. think there's been so many really good lessons for, for like solo business owners because it can be quite isolating. I love like the little tips and tricks you've shared with us. Yeah, awesome. It's been so good having you here. Oh, it's um, been great. Been a it's been pleasure. Great. Really cool to come and meet everyone, and uh, yeah, finally meet you face to face. I know. Well, Eyeball you. Yeah. Should we get finished <laughs> on that pizza? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sounds great. Thanks for joining us today. Um, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to have more episodes coming up, and uh, can't wait for to see you again. Yeah, Cheers, cool. Claire. No worries. Thanks for it.